Wow. Ha! Look at this. Nancy Pelosi accidentally told the truth. As I say, as I wish the athletes well, I do not encourage them to speak out against the Chinese government there because I fear for their safety. Well, is it really that she fears for their safety or that she fears for, you know, the golden egg producing paymaster of the party? The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And the times God has seen coming forever, Proverbs 29.2, when the righteous increase, the people rejoice, but when a wicked man rules, people groan. The Bible has noted it, warned us about it, taught us how to deal with it, continues to teach us how to deal with it. How do you... Explain the world of politics to yourself. There's a number of people who've written to me and said that since we took the show private away from the radio and took it to podcast and are including the word of God in this, well, not including it, but putting the word of God at the center, suddenly things are beginning to make a lot more sense. And that's that's deeply gratifying for me to know that that God is is using, um, you know, a, a rodeo clown for things to make sense. Psalm 125, verse 3, For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest upon the land of the righteous, so that the righteous will not put forth their hands to do wrong. Well, I mean, if we were the land of the righteous, that'd be great, because then the scepter of wickedness would not rest upon our land. And yet the scepter of wickedness is resting upon our land. I think we can all see that. How do you organize political thoughts in your mind? I use axioms. Now, I did this prior to really becoming a Jesus needer and really taking full submission. So I was using my own intelligence. I thought I'm really just using what God has shown us time and again. One of my axioms for years has been where there's a double standard, there's a hidden agenda. And go ahead and try to find the circumstance where that's not the case. It's, it's always the case when there's a double standard, there's a reason for it. And that is often, if not always, a hidden agenda. The other one is this. If you ever wonder who's in charge, determine whom you're not allowed to criticize. Now, that's a case in point what Pelosi said about Antifa. Uh, no, what, what Pelosi said, what well, did I slip and say Antifa? No, I'll tell you why. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's not a Freudian slip. It's just I'm getting ahead of myself in the program. Yeah, the Winnipeg car ramming suspect is, according to Andy No, a big time Antifa guy. Antifa, Nancy Pelosi in the Olympics. Yes, the common thread is if you ever wonder who's in charge, determine who you're not allowed to criticize. So Nancy Pelosi said, as I say, as I wish the athletes well, I do not encourage them to speak out against the Chinese government there because I fear for their safety. So that's an isolated circumstance of Nancy Pelosi telling a truth. And if she were challenged on that and and was asked, are you saying the Chinese Communist Party is an evil 
government, an evil ruler that would harm people. She would backpedal if you use the word communist. She would backpedal if she was pushed from the left in this perspective. And it's not isolated. If you expand the thinking and you look at the topic matter at hand in our news flow, we can ask ourselves who's really in charge if you take this construct and apply it to the news of the day. So let's go to Antifa. The, there's a, there was a guy who decided to ram some people in his car, apparently decided to go do that. And when he did that, he ran from the cops. This according to Andy No. And Andy No is the recognized, or should be, by everybody expert in Antifa. Knows more about them than anybody else. So he wrote at Locals. There's a link in the show notes at Substack. The suspect arrested, uh, arrested over the uh, car ramming attack against the Freedom Convoy protesters in Winnipeg, Canada, is an Antifa member with a long history of far-left militantism in Manitoba. David Alexander Zegrak, 42, talks about him being the front man of an Antifa punk rock band called Brat Attack. Talks about he was in a bunch of other bands. Got a picture of the guy. And yet Antifa either doesn't exist or is an idea, but is certainly never criticized. And remember this. The Mockingbird media and people like Chris Cuomo did everything they could. And, you know, he... <laughs> Every time I say that, I'm reminded of the fact that he doesn't have a gig at CNN anymore. Chris Cuomo and people at CNN, others at CNN, tried to pretend that Antifa is the same thing as our World War II vets landing on the beaches at Normandy. They, they, they didn't try to pretend it. They, they pretended it. They, they circulated ridiculous memes saying, here's the original anti-fascists. You can't be an anti-fascist and go ram your car into people who are, who are demanding the freedom to control their own bodies. The combination of big pharma and big government forcing people to take injections they don't want is the most vibrant and clear example of fascism in history. Well, since the fascists of World War II, it's the, the most clear example. You don't get to work unless a corporation decides you get to work. And it's not even at that corporation. Hey, you want to work in a in a you want to work on a on a farm? Well, then Pfizer needs to give you permission to work on a farm. You want to drive across the border? Not unless Moderna says you can. But we're not allowed to criticize Antifa. Well, we can. The Mockingbird media is not allowed to criticize Antifa. When Antifa, an offshoot of Antifa, the John Brown Gun Club, when one of their adherents attempted to murder federal agents in Tacoma, Washington, by going down and trying to shoot propane tanks outside of an immigration center, Immigration Detention Center. The guy who did that was hailed as an activist. Antifa was never mentioned. Though there's video of him being an Antifa enforcer, open carrying downtown Seattle, not letting people walk on their own sidewalks. I had a friend of mine who I asked her, she is a journalist and used to be my friend. And I asked her, why, are you call, why aren't you calling him a terrorist? 
She said, oh, it never occurred to me to even think of him as a terrorist. He tried to kill federal agents. Seattle Times eulogized him as a poet and a singer. They were not, they didn't mention Antifa. They're not allowed to, it appears. If you ever wonder who's in charge, determine who you're not allowed to criticize. If you, you, you're, you're told to say a thing doesn't exist, you can't criticize it. Yeah, you can shift straight over into double standards and hidden agendas if you like. We could do that real cleanly. Double standards and hidden agendas, another axiom I use to try to organize my thinking around things political. So while we can't mention Antifa or the woke media, the, the mockingbird media pretends Antifa doesn't matter, they carry water, not just mention, they extol the virtues of Black Lives Matter Incorporated. Go fund me. <laughs> who attempted to steal $10 million in donations to the truckers in Winnipeg. They attempted to steal it and redirect it to charities that GoFundMe's techno bosses wanted and liked. And then after DeSantis's Florida said, no, nah, actually, you're not allowed to do that. We're going to investigate you for fraud. They said, oh, wait, 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 we'll just refund the money. They were going to steal it from donors. That same GoFundMe, of course, helped people raise money for Black Lives Matter Incorporated. Which the, the Mockingbird media are not allowed to criticize. Again, I'll turn to Seattle as, as ground zero for this nonsense. You had cops, a cop murdered. When a Black Lives Matter Incorporated supporter didn't want to stop for a, a perfectly legal police stop. And in Seattle, he would have just been let go. No one, no one does other over a day in jail unless it becomes, you know, unless you, you try to murder a, a party member. He, he decided to get out of his car and shoot. And in the crossfire, sadly, a cop shot another cop in this crossfire and ended up, sadly, taking his partner's life. The, the Mockingbird media in Seattle never, ever mentioned this guy's connection to Black Lives Matter Incorporated. Not once. They have never disclosed Black Lives Matter Incorporated's goals of destroying the family unit. Speaking of that, our two today. It shouldn't be as easy as it is for me to prove that the party wants to sexualize children. But it's real easy for me to prove that the party wants to sexualize children. Why? Because they want to tear down the family unit. Just like Black Lives Matter Incorporated wants. Although they pretend they don't now. So to compare Antifa who is apparently in charge because you're not allowed to mention them if you're in the Mockingbird media. You certainly don't criticize Antifa. Joe Biden's dementia was caused to say that they're an idea. Here is a man speaking the language of Black Lives Matter Incorporated. This group was allowed to raise money on GoFundMe. The so-called vice president of the United States raises money for people like this. As you listen to him, compare his words, first of all, to historical fact in terms of the timeline of, of, of American slavery. 
and compare his approach to dealing with people to the approach that the Lord Jesus teaches. We'll do a contrast and compare. With you. Fill your anger fully. Be mad. Be mad. Because your anger is justified. Build barricades. Burn precincts. Reappropriate what they've stolen for you for thousands of generations. Most of all, show love to one another. Radical love. And show absolute hate to those who oppress us. Power to the looters. Power to the rioters. Say his name! Say his name! Say his name! So we're not allowed to criticize Black Lives Matter Incorporated for causing people like this guy who is protesting on behalf, he says, of Amir Locke. We're not allowed to criticize the fact that one of their chief fundraisers is a terrorist who tried to blow up the United States Senate. And you'll notice again that the Mockingbird media will not talk about Susan Rosenberg. They'll talk about January 6th all day long, hidden agenda behind a double standard. One can only conclude, and, and if there's a way to talk me out of this, please, someone come and talk me out of this. The Mockingbird Media is, I don't know that they're taking orders from, they're taking orders from somebody because it's not natural. It is simply not a natural occurrence that all news organizations refuse to dig into this big story. The two most significant forces in last year's elections were the technocrats shifting the rules at the end, changing the rules at the end, Mark Zuckerberg's money, the, the, the ballot harvesting, the illegal diktats from states that were not the legislatures who enacted, illegally enacted these diktats. That's one. That's not to be discussed. That's never to be dug into. That's not natural. There's not a news organization in the United States of America, save Fox or Newsmax, I should say. America's Real News. None of the mockingbirds dare dig into the actual accusations. You have an accusation of a stolen election. And the response is, No, it's the safest, most secure election in history. That's a propaganda word or propaganda phrase because they don't rank what's in second place. They don't rank the safety and and security of elections. That's nonsense, and everybody knows it. They're not allowed to criticize Black Lives Matter Incorporated. The second most significant factor in the elections until covid and the response to COVID, because COVID was the elections and the elections are COVID. We're COVID. So you have Black Lives Matter Incorporated burning down American cities, murdering cops, attempting to murder cops, all for political ends, partnered with Antifa. It is not a natural occurrence 
that every single Mockingbird media entity refused to look into the actual backgrounds of these groups. Now, the New York Post will run stories on the fact that the, the, the great financial grift, which is Black Lives Matter Incorporated, is getting handsomely rewarded. People are buying houses with Black Lives Matter Incorporated monies. They'll dig into that aspect. But how about the fact that they are violent, Marxist, revolutionaries trying to get America destroyed? Simply not natural, which indicates to me there's a shot caller somewhere. Look, I want to be wrong. You think I enjoy examining the idea that there's a media shot caller? It's simply not natural. These things don't occur in nature. That competitive news organizations refuse to dig into the solid aspects of a story, the interesting aspects of a story. Who is Black Lives Matter Incorporated? Why are they trying to destroy America? How did they amass all this money? What are they doing with it? Who is Antifa? It's not you. It's not like you can't go find the Antifa structure. Andy Nell has it in his book. Again, you ever wonder who is in charge to determine who you're not allowed to criticize? Here is the, the, the dictator of New Zealand. And this brings us very close to the Olympics portion of this. Because the Olympics proves this axiom. You ever wonder who's in charge to determine who you're not allowed to criticize? So this is the dictator of New Zealand. And here she is praising she she is praising people getting myocarditis, pericarditis, blood clots, brain fog, people developing neurological issues because they got injected with the mRNA because you are not allowed to criticize the mRNA injections. Did Dr. Bloomfield at the beginning of the week mentioned um, the uh, side effects that people experience with vaccines, which we all have come to expect, a sign that the vaccine's doing what it should. He did note that they are, uh, appear to be of a lesser degree for the booster than, for instance, say, the second. So if that's cause for anyone's hesitancy, I thought it was a notable um, observation from our Director General of Health. The absurdity of this, if, if you... If you were to take a, you know, if you were, if you were to take something like a hairspray, and hairspray was on the market and it was turning people's hair an unnatural color without their permission, it would be a global story. But to this moment, with all we know about these injections, Pfizer is not to be criticized. Moderna is not to be criticized. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness, the party. Pharma, media, tech, academia, the deep state. The party is not to be criticized. But do we need to add someone to the party? We were told by our robust leadership of the national intelligence services in the country that Russia 
manipulated our elections and hacked it and picked President Trump. And and then they took the year off. Joe Biden didn't do anything then. Anything we can learn about that? So we discuss who's in charge by way of who we're not allowed to criticize. I can tell you this. The people in charge of creating our partner um, at Allen Soaps are the sort of people that you would want to do business with. John is the father. He started the company, A, because he wanted his sons to have actual dignified work. And his three sons, he's a married man, he's Christian, he's conservative. Three sons, two of whom are deeply impacted by uh, being on the autism spectrum and some other significant health challenges. And so John, a businessman, his whole life, successful marketer, said, how could I create a company where people like my kids could work and have dignified work and meaningful work? So he thought, well, it needs to be a product that everybody needs. And it came upon him, soap. So then he went into the research because John is also a product guy. He's never marketed a product that's not a terrific product. So he sat down and researched soaps. What makes a great soap? Well, I want all natural ingredients. I don't want chemicals and such in soaps. I want it to be all natural. And I want the scents to be unique, not overpowering, unique. Well, there's nothing more unique than the emotional stories of this young man, Alan. It's the, Alan is the namesake of the soap company, Alan's Artisan Soaps. And Alan and John sit and talk about family memories, such as grandma's uh, great old wooden um, you know, a, a storage chest and, and the scents in her room and the lavender, etc. And they create a soap like this that will take you back to those moments of, of remembrance, of family remembrance. Then there's this. These soaps are all made in the United States of America and Alan does the work. They don't automate. When you get the soaps, you're going to get a picture of Alan. You're going to get a note. Right? And there's some unbelievably cool gift baskets you can get. Uh, Valentine's Day's around the corner. And you get to know this. For every bar of soap you purchase in whatever package you choose, $1 will go to Special Olympics this month. Next month, we'll choose another charity that really helps people impacted by things like autism have the dignity of work and, and achievement. So here's all you need to do. Go to allenssoaps.com, A-L-A-N-S, soaps.com, and pick up one of these packages for yourself, for your family. Our friend Zach Abraham has chosen to install these soaps in his office place. So everything there is Allen Soaps. You can do the same thing as allenssoaps.com. And John's in charge of that. Allen works there. So who's in charge of the party? The Olympic coverage takes us right back down the line into axioms. If you ever wonder who's in charge, determine who you're not allowed to criticize. And let's start because this is back a bit with the Milan movie. CBS News, to their credit on their morning show, CBS News actually covered the fact that that movie was filmed right next to a building where Uyghurs are held in a veritable concentration camp. And, and in all likelihood, their organs are being sold. By point of fact, we know their hair is being sold. They're harvesting the hair of human beings. Disney films a movie next door. They even There was even shots where the prison appeared. 
I think that didn't they later go through and digitally remove the prison and they, they even thanked the authorities for allowing them to film there. Now, CBS News, of course, is attacking a competitor. ABC is Disney. So they're attacking a competitor. So that's one of the reasons that CBS covered this. Maybe they also maybe they just decided to do news. But listen to NBC or listen to ABC. ABC is Disney, and if you ever wonder why I refer to so many so-called news anchors as actors, listen to this, because these are people reading lines in praise of a movie filmed next to a concentration camp, but don't you know, don't you know that they all love themselves, human rights. I'll make a man. And it's Mulan Morning. The blockbuster live action film is headed for your living room or one-on-one with the director. You know, some mornings you just need some extra strength. And that's why we begin this morning with some major movie news, a brand new action-packed trailer for the highly anticipated live action, Mulan. Watch as she takes on the Huns with the strength of a raging fire. Take a look. Now to a highly anticipated movie fans have waited months to see the epic live action film Mulan hits Disney Plus today and Will Reeve is back with his one-on-one with the director about the movie critics are calling spectacular. News, Newsbusters has a characteristically great write-up on this. It's in the show notes at Substack, so make sure you subscribe to Substack. By the way, when you do that, you get the show notes in advance. Right, or about the time the show comes out, all the show notes with the links to the videos, et cetera. So you can, on your side, share that with your friends. If this is like one of those, this is one of those episodes you think your friends would benefit from. Your friends saying, oh, China runs things. Well, I think this is proof that China runs things along with Black Lives Matter Incorporated. And it's deadly. It's a good thing that China would never fund Black Lives Matter Incorporated. Or Antifa. Or pay for their lawyers or the logistical supplies, such as the drones they use to dox cops, identify cops by face, the database is sent up where Antifa knows the license plate numbers of cops' private cars. It's a good thing that the Chinese Communist Party wasn't involved. <laughs> In the production of the COVID flu, which I think is in near certainty. It's a good thing that the deep state, the CDC, the National Institute of Health, weren't paying a Chinese Communist Party controlled lab to take a virus and make it worse. It's a great thing that the deep state and academia didn't go out and attack Anybody who said that this virus may have been the result of human meddling in the Wuhan lab. And yet all that happened. If you ever wonder who's in charge, determine who you're not allowed to criticize. Well, I would be very careful saying that China, um, the the, the Wuhan lab was responsible for this. There is no um, Senator, 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 you're lying. There is no there is no Wuhan lab. There's, there's no Wuhan. There's, that's, that's a made up, that's, that's, a, that's a right-wing conspiracy. There is no China. Really? Determine who you're not allowed to criticize. That was ABC pimping their own movie. Disney had absolutely no problem filming next door to a concentration camp. 
Isaiah verse three, Isaiah three, verse 14, the Lord enters into judgment with the elders and princes of his people. If you who have devoured the vineyard, the plunder of the poor is in your houses. Ezekiel 23 or 22 verse 27. Her princes within her are like wolves tearing the prey by shedding blood and destroying lives in order to get dishonest gain. Isaiah 1, 23. Your rulers are rebels and companions of thieves. Everyone loves a bribe and chases after rewards. And they do not defend the orphan, nor does the widow's plea come before them. These were all statements. And well, in the case of Isaiah, that presaged the destruction of a country. The taking apart of a country. And it's all a presaging. It's all historical, traceable, known, inarguable that that Isaiah saw this coming. And who was in charge? Well, people who made for themselves their own gods were in charge. There's nothing more godlike than, or, or attempted godlike, ungodly, I should say, imitating God than the party. The party will determine what speech is allowed. The party will determine what thoughts you can hold in your head. Remember Justin Trudeau? The truckers hold unacceptable thoughts. The party will determine what you do with your bodies. The party will determine if you are tracked in movement. As we'll talk about next hour, the party will determine when your kids are taught it's fun to masturbate. The party will determine when they tell kids that it's a good idea to have orgies because it's natural and important form of bonding. The World Health Organization and China push transgender ideology into the heads of kids. The CDC pushes it. The CDC promotes it globally. We're not allowed to criticize that. The Mockingbird media will not criticize Big Pharma shoving wrong sex hormones into kids. They will not criticize the mutilating surgeries. If you ever wonder who's in charge, determine who you're not allowed to criticize. Oh, we're not even done with the Olympics. Oh, yeah, there's a lot more proof points or many more proof points. One of them pretty dramatic. We'll talk about this. In tech, right? There's not not every company's bad company, obviously. Be a liar to say that. In fact, point of fact, my friend Dave the Digital at Greenhaven Interactive is a Christian conservative man who is very successful in a world dominated by leftists and atheists. So Dave, the digital at Greenhaven Interactive um, is finding that a lot of companies that are great companies, small to mid-sized companies, simply are not getting properly respected by Google's search engine. And this can have enormous effects on your business. If someone searches for your business and what comes up is some angry review from someone who maybe never even shopped there found that you're conservative or went into your business. And I've, I've seen this happen to friends 
friends who have businesses and they'll put up quotes from the Bible and people will go in and say, we went to eat there, but we were treated so rudely and, and, and so awfully and, and with such, such hatred that we left and, and the business owner right back and say, that's interesting. We've been closed for two days. So I'm not sure how you came into our business, but we've been closed for two days. So actually you weren't here then. I've seen other instances where this has happened. Someone wrote in a, in, a, in a Google review, we went there on Sunday and received such a cold welcome from a supposedly Christian business that we left stunned and amazed. And the business owner wrote back and said, yeah, we're not open Sundays. Never have been, never will be. It's, it's the day of the Lord. We don't do that. But thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for lying. So lots of small to medium-sized businesses are impacted that way because they search for your name and that's the thing that pops up. Or oftentimes Google has wrong information, such as a wrong address that's happened, or they have wrong hours, or they have, they show you busy when you're not busy. Dave, the digital is an expert at search engine optimization. You don't pay Google, you pay Dave. He gets this stuff worked out for you. Super easy to get in touch with Dave. Just go to greenhaveninteractive.com. Absolutely mention that you're a listener of the podcast because Dave also does digital for us, greenhaveninteractive.com. If you ever wonder who's in charge, determine who you're not allowed to criticize. So let's go back to the Olympics. And now, now we start to work straight into the Olympics. We start to work straight into sports. This is ESPN, an analyst at ESPN. And he's set up to do this. I mean, I, I want to I make sure that uh, I'm, not, I'm not playing the game. It is clear that he is set up to do this. It is clear that this is the point of this show. It's clear that this is the, uh, the great idea to politicize sports and to continue to politicize it and to take it to the left. Why? Why is their goal to take things to the left in sports? Well, I can tell you because I've seen the data and this was seven or eight years ago. Liberals don't watch football or didn't. So maybe that's the desire. And they'll think that conservatives will just stick around and they continue to say their ratings are high, etc. Is that your observation? Because for the first time in my life, I have no idea who's in the Super Bowl. I want to think it's Kansas City, but then I remember, no, it's not Kansas City. So I actually have no idea who's in the Super Bowl. First time in my life. I know one of the teams hasn't been there in a while. I didn't watch a moment of the playoffs. I only intermittently looked at TV when football was on, when I was in my favorite restaurant and they're running it. I have no idea who won the college football championship. I don't think it was Alabama. I might be wrong. Now, I know that's focus group of one, but it is your observation that your friends are watching more football. I asked the other day at the coffee hut, I asked the young Young girls who work there. Well, so are you guys going to watch the Super Bowl with your boyfriends? Both the young women said, no, my boyfriends don't watch football anymore. Really? Why is that? Oh, it's just too political. We just hate it. So one of the girls was going skiing with her boyfriend. The other was going to go do something else. It's not my observation that the ratings are through the roof. So this is a show called Around the Horn, and this guy decides to respond. And again, he's set up to ask this. He's, he's set up with this question. His name is J.A. Adandi. And listen to the interchange as they tee him up to praise the Chinese Communist Party. With genocide and human rights violations, 
in Tibet region and against Uyghurs in China. The International Olympic Committee chose Beijing while stating it is committed to human rights. Today's opening ceremony, which again you will see tonight, featured a lighting of the torch by two members of the Chinese Olympic team, one of which is Uyghur. J.A. Dane, as a fan and then as a reporter, how do you reconcile and join this competition while also considering everything I just said? I think it's standard in sports right now. You have to have a cognitive dissonance. You need to compartmentalize. We've never had a more enjoyable NFL playoffs in this country, and we've never had more people watching the playoffs, and yet it goes on amid the ongoing allegations against Dan Snyder, owning the Washington football team, and the, you know, the continuous concussion concerns and now the concerns about diversity and the allegations and the questions about competitive integrity, even all of that. And yet we're still enjoying the games. And who are we to criticize China's human rights records when we have ongoing uh, attacks by the agents of the state against unarmed citizens? And we've got assaults on the voting rights of, of our people of color in various states in this country. So sports, I think it is possible and it's necessary more than ever to just shut everything out if you are to enjoy the actual games. Yeah, baby, that's enjoyable. That's that's some sports right there. So he's set up to be the guy who's going to take the side of the Chinese Communist Party in this in this conversation. And to his credit, he doesn't come out and say, oh, it's okay to kill Uyghurs and sell their organs and to sell their hair. And it's okay to forcibly you know, take women out of their homes and say, oh, wait, you're you're pregnant. Wait, you already have one kid. Let's kill this one for you. That it's 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 okay for the Chinese Communist Party to go around the world and topple countries like they're trying to topple ours. And he goes right back to the groups we're not to criticize. That that they will not criticize Black Lives Matter Incorporated, and he comes out with the lie that there's this massive force of government agents going about brutally murdering unarmed people, purposely waking up in the morning and it's our day to go kill black and brown people. And attacks on voting rights, which again, every illegal immigrant who gets to vote is an active attack on voting rights. Every time a voter ID is not checked, it's an opportunity for fraud. Every time in the separate country of Seattle, you can vote like three days before you vote. You can change your voter address without moving. That's how they do it in Seattle. That's one of the things the party does. They own Seattle electorally. So they look at the count. And their operatives come along and say, hey, we need people in in this district. So everybody change your voter, your voter address, your voter district to this district and vote for the leftist. That's that's and it's legal. It's legal vote fraud. They don't move. (laughs) It's just legalized stealing of elections is what it is. So this guy is in this role of the party game. So let's review. We're not allowed to admit, they're not allowed to admit Antifa exists, therefore can't criticize it. What does Antifa want? They're not allowed to to or to criticize Black Lives Matter Incorporated or even investigate them. What does Black Lives Matter Incorporated want? They're not allowed to criticize the Chinese Communist Party in any serious sense. 
What does the Chinese Communist Party want? <laughs> They're not allowed to criticize Pfizer. What does Pfizer want? They all want to control us. Our freedom is the problem for them. They all want a fundamental shift in what it means to be a free person. But let's let the figurehead finish this off. This exploration of who's in charge determined by whom we're not allowed to criticize. Let's let the figurehead be the one to finish this off for us. We'll tie it right back to where it belongs. This is the word of God. So since you've made it this far uh, through the podcast, it probably means that this is an episode that you've enjoyed. If that's the case, I'm going to bet you have friends who would similarly enjoy this. The most potent way to grow this show with our goal of increasing by tenfold. That's, that is literally our goal to increase by tenfold the number of people who listen to the show. That's why we ask you, by the way, to send it to 10 friends. The most potent way we're finding to do this is social media is great. Tweeting it, putting it on all your social platforms. We appreciate that. The most potent way to grow it, particularly since MailChimp canceled us, is for you guys to be our email, our, our email promotion. Simply take the link from today's show, send it to 10 friends and say, hey, I think this, whatever you say, I don't want to put words in your mouth. But if you've made it this far through this episode, it probably means this episode was meaningful to you or is meaningful to you. So if you would do that, that's a great way for us to develop an insurance policy against the party when they eventually come for us. Because I got to think they're eventually going to come for us. Or perhaps God Almighty would give us a cloak of protection. He is able to do that. Maybe that's what we should be praying for is that God does that. Let's let the figurehead take us home, Joe. And that is that. By America. As President of the United States, I award contracts, and I'm now making it the case, and we're working. It's one of the reasons those jobs are up, is unless the product I'm purchasing for the American people was made in America and all of its component parts were made in America, we ain't buying it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the figurehead... <laughs> The figurehead just paid the Chinese Communist Party $1.2 billion for utterly useless tests for the COVID flu. <laughs> and, he's, and he is caused to speak those words. Same guy was caused to speak those words where he, he is upset that, that insulin costs so much. Same guy who raised the price of insulin. Same guy who put a, a man in charge of the nation's health. Who's actually, we're told to pretend he's a woman. Who did a god awful job in the state of Pennsylvania. Got people killed. Rachel Levin. Same dynamic, we're not to criticize. Men or women, same players, pharma, media, tech. Which leads us to an email 
and a personal note. Dear Todd, my family and I listen to your program out of the separate country of Oregon. We live in a city called Beaverton. I don't know if you're aware of it. The reason I wanted to write to you is since you've taken your show to podcast only and started to put God at the center of things, it's been an enjoyable listen for two out of three of our family members. Our third family member is not enjoying the show as much. In fact, refuses to listen anymore. And that is our 19 year old son. His best friend has fallen away from the church and has pursued the path of what you call transgender ideology. Sadly, this young man is seeking to have hormonal changes done to his body. He's younger than our son, 16, but grew up next door to us. Our son is conservative except for that issue. And he feels very much that people should be allowed to be themselves and be true to themselves. We've struggled with how to communicate this to him. And I wonder if you could provide us any insistence, assistance in this. Rather than say our names on air, I'll just simply say a family from Beaverton. And thank you if you get an opportunity to read this on the show. Well, family from Beaverton, I do know Beaverton. It's absolutely beautiful. Been there multiple times. Spent, uh, in fact, a week there at a time at one point. And I love your son's heart. I love it. I love your son's heart for his friend. And now let's help his mind get right on this topic. We live in a time where we do not have righteous leaders. We live in a time such as in Proverbs 28, verse 15, like a roaring lion and a rushing bear is a wicked ruler over a poor people. Or Isaiah 10, verse 1, woe to those who enact evil statutes and those who constantly record unjust decisions. I know the path on which your son walks because unfortunately it is today a common path. And because of the work we did on the radio where we began talking about this topic seven or eight years ago, I have been surrounded with families who have faced this dynamic. And because our family went through the travails of adolescent and family therapy, we ran into a lot of families who were impacted by this. Number one, this goes straight back to the party. This is purposeful. It's evil and it's purposeful. Pharma, media, tech, academia, and the deep state are all on the side of this. That would be step one with your son. Your son's a conservative and he's a Christian. And so I would go to him and I would say, when was the last time these groups meant you well? When was the last time these guys were honest? How are they being honest today? And I would also offer this. With your son, I believe the most important thing is to do the opposite of what the young man calling for burning down police stations and precincts did. And that is to love this boy who is seeking to harm himself. In this time, I would ask you to spend more time with him to make sure he knows he is welcome in your home. Make a point of telling him you are welcome here and you will always be welcome in our home. And we cannot agree with what you're doing. 
because we love you. I've seen these situations in multiple ways. When parents push very, very hard, kids get exactly what the party says they're going to get. Because what the party tells them is your parents are going to hate you. They're going to pretend this is not real. They're going to pretend that you don't feel this way. They're going to insist. They're hate-filled. Do not be that. It is ungodly and it is unfruitful. Instead, it's the gentle asking of questions. And some of the questions I've seen that are very effective are these. What will you look like in 10 years of estrogen treatments? What will you look like? What will your hands become? What will become of the shape of your nose? What will become of your voice? What will it be like the first time you call an old friend and they can't recognize your voice? How will it feel to one day want a thing that you don't want now at the age of 16? And to go back with this boy, and I've seen this work so well. I remember a time where you wanted to be a rodeo rider. You don't want that anymore, do you? What if you were trapped in rodeo riding? What if you were trapped and you couldn't get out? Oh, I remember a time when you were a kid and you liked to hide in a, in a little area in your room. I've seen this work. You were a little kid and you used to crawl behind the, the cupboards with that little spot back there and, and you used to, that was your favorite place. You would disappear into there and, and play your little video game for hours on end. What if you couldn't have gotten out? What if you couldn't have escaped it? What if it enclosed you? This is what these hormones and surgeries do. They enclose you in a moment of, of, of self-hatred. And what if you wait? What if you wait until you're 28 and your brain is fully developed? Or maybe since you're going to go through this, maybe you would agree also, also to have an anorexic girl have her intestines clipped. She'll never put on weight. She'll be trapped. Now, I've seen these things, these questions asked in loving ways. Not all at once. Not rapid fire. Over time. With genuine curiosity for the answer. Hey, can you help me understand something I'm struggling with? And listen genuinely for the answer. You may learn something. And to your son, your precious son, who loves his friend. Love must come with honesty. Because it's our enemies who will lie to us. Right now, unfortunately, in your son's case, his friend's psychosis is in charge. 
I would ask your son to put God back in charge. Please do share this episode with your friends if it's been meaningful to you. This is The Todd Herman Show. Now, please do go be well, be strong, be kind, and yes, as always, be right with God.